Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Second Kings 7 and 1, you've heard this before if you've been in church for any length of time. It's a powerful story, but I want to visit it again tonight. 2 Kings 7 and 1, then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. And there were four leprous men at the entering end of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? Why sit we here until we die? Tonight I'm going to preach on this thought with your help and the Lord's. Get up faith. Get up faith. Hallelujah. What kind of faith we got to have in 23? We need some get up faith. We need some get moving faith. We need some faith that says bye-bye stagnation, bye-bye cares and worries and woes. I'm moving. I am moving to my answer and my destiny in the name of the Lord. We love you today. Hallelujah. Come on and praise him in this house. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Turn to three people, give them a handshake, a high five, and say, tell them, get up, faith. You can be seated when you get the opportunity. Praise the Lord. The city of Samaria was under great siege. For the king of Syria, Ben-Hadad, and kings... 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 24, it says that Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his host and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And behold, they sieged it until an ass's head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and a fourth part of a cab of dove dung was five pieces of silver. That's a PG-13 verse right there you will find that they were eating donkey's heads. And they were paying high price.
asked for that. They were eating doves manure, if you please, and paying a high price for it. I want to just talk to you today that we're living in an hour where people are paying a high price for a bunch of junk. They're paying a high price for a little bit to eat. They're starving because the city of their life is shut up. Amen. And so they're barely getting by on a little bit of nothing, on a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and they're paying a high price. Amen. This was no random attack of erotic marauders. Amen. But this was a siege that the enemy had laid siege on to this city of Samaria. And the Bible says that Syria gathered all his hosts together. It was probably just a a sense of they shut down the food line. They shut down the grocery line. They shut off the way to get uh, groceries in and food in. How desperate it must have have looked. Their grocery stores look worse than uh, 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 the pandemic. The shelves were empty. There was very little around And one day the king is walking on top of the walls of the city and he hears a woman crying and he says to her, ma'am, what's going on? How can I help you? And she said, oh, if you would help me, said me and my neighbor over here, we had a, we had a deal. And the deal was we have, we had two children, we had two sons and, 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 and one day we were going to eat my son. And the next day, we're going to eat her son. And so I gave my son so we could survive. Now picture with me a woman that is skin and bones. And how desperate does a mother have to be to eat her own child? That's pretty bad, isn't it? That's pretty rough. It was desperation time. But the other woman refused for her son to be eaten. And so now they're in a dilemma. You know what? Things get so bad that cannibalism sets in. Where people are devouring one another. Where people are turning on one another. When people are trying to tear down one another. And the king says, we got a high price for food. And we've got issues among people. We don't know what we're going to do. I know. I gave you a bunch of scripture, but I'm just going to paraphrase. I know the king said, go get that prophet. Go get that man of God and get that man of God and bring him to me because we're going to take his head off. We're going to kill the man of God. Isn't it amazing that when our life begins to be in such a turmoil and a mess, the first thing we want to do is we want to blame God. We want to blame the preacher. We want to blame the church. And so what we have done is we've created words like church hurt, uh, preacher hurting, people hurting, this wound and that wound and and, and offense that has come and we're hurting and we're barely getting by. I want to tell you the devil wants to make you starve spiritually. He wants to make us starve spiritually spiritually and so the city was so much in a turmoil in a place of desperation huh but there was four guys I guarantee you hearing the conversations hearing the issues there were four men on the outside of the camp on the outside of the city amen and they no doubt heard the prophet when he came Instead of killing him, they did listen for the word of the Lord. For the prophet Elisha said, 
Hear ye the word of the Lord. Can I tell you that desperate situations need a word from the Lord? Desperate situations need a voice of a prophetic word from the Lord. Why are we having revival, amen, in the next few days? Because we need a voice. We need a word from God that gets us out of our desperate situation. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord's word can speak into any need. The Lord's word can speak into any void and bring about an answer. Oh, and so the, the prophet said there will be a great, a great opportunity for you to buy a measure of flour to be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. And there was one wise counselor of the king that says, if God would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, if he'd just drop it from the air, if he would just perform an air. Well, have you not read, oh dude, that, that back in the day God poured out manna from heaven? He can open up the windows of heaven. He can do something amazing. Oh, and he says, but you are going to see it, but you're not going to taste it. You're going to see it. Let me tell you something. Unbelief to the word of God will stop your victory in its track. Unbelief to the word of God will cause you perhaps to see, but not to experience. And so on the outside are four guys. I, I, I need some help. Brother Seth, will you come help me? Uh, isn't it great to have Brother Seth off his turn, and at least for the turn, leading our worship? Woo, praise God. I, I, you're going to help me be one of the lepers, okay? Praise God. Brother LeBannon, will you come? You help me be a, a leper here in this moment. Oh, praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother Chris, come help. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, Brother Daniel. Come help me. Y'all are going to be our four lepers. I'm going to be the narrator of this story. Hallelujah. You know what happens to leprosy is leprosy attacks the limbs and the body. So, so the leprosy has attacked you so that, that you only have one leg. Okay? That's all you got. Yeah. Leprosy attacks. There you go. Leper attacks so that, that it can destroy your hands. I want you to just stick that hand in their coat somewhere or pull it up in your sleeve. Or, he only has one hand. He's got one leg. And bless your heart, you don't have either leg, so you need to sit down. <laughs> and bless your heart, you don't have anything but a nub and a, and a little bit of... Uh, uh, your feet are gone, so you sit down. So, so these guys, you think they got it bad in there? These guys have been through some stuff. Y'all can all sit down because I'm going to be a while. Sitting outside of the gate are four leprous men. Four leprous men. <laughs> I love you, Brother Daniel. You, my buddy. And they're hearing the conversations from across the other side. How bad it is. How awful it is. How everything's so bad. Amen. Let me tell you about the economy. Gas is back up to $4 a gallon. Let me talk to you about how bad it is. Amen. I, 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 don't, I don't make enough money. I, I, I've got more bills than I, I've got at the end of my month than I have money. I, 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 I've got issues in my world. Me and my, my cousin 
Ed are not getting along and, and me and my, my boss are not getting along and I, I, I can't get along with my schoolmates and I can't get along with my siblings and I can't, I, I, I've got some issues. I've got some issues deep down and they heard the conversations of, of, of emotional stress. If you did not know it, we are in a pressure cooker world that the enemy is pressing on our mind. He's pressing on our thoughts. He's starving us spiritually by pressure and pressure on our mind. And they hear this all day long. Did you hear about the woman who let them eat her son? Did you hear how expensive a a donkey's head is. Did you hear about eating dove dung? Did you hear about how bad it is? And they were starving, but not only starving, they, they had just a, a few nubs and they had, had, had no legs and, and a hand that's gone and a leg that's gone and, and it's bad. Oh, but they're hearing all this. If you listen to the news... You're going to hear what's happening in Samaria. If you hear and you read Facebook, you're going to see what's happening in Samaria. When you hear about the, the drug addiction, when you hear about the issues and the problems that are facing people today, but these four men, these four men got to talking and they said among themselves, why sit we here until we die? If we go in the city, we're going to die. Oh, if we stay here, we're going to die. But I hear one of them, I hear one of the guys that says, hey, did you hear what the prophet said? Did you hear what Elisha said? The word of the Lord came. The word of the Lord said that there is going to be a, a fine flour sold real cheap here in just a little bit. Did you hear about this? Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of sitting here. I'm tired of my belly growling. I'm tired of these issues. I'm tired of these thoughts. I'm tired of this pressure. Oh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get up. We're going to get up and we're headed to the enemy's camp. Amen. They couldn't look like warriors. They didn't look like warriors. They were broken and, 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 and had no ability to fight. But all of a sudden, a getting up faith got inside of their heart and said, we're getting up. We're getting up. We're getting up. Let me preach to you a little bit. We're living in a day where our pews become our comfort zone. Our pews become the place where we can go and sit. Amen. When we once were shouting and running the aisles, we now fold our hands and do our little cute Pentecostal calisthenics and go through the motion. Amen. We need to get to the point of desperation that says, if I stay, amen, in a mediocre state, I'm going to die. If I stay lukewarm and my hands no longer are worshiping, I'm cold. I can't get to the prayer room. I can't believe God for another day and another miracle. Hallelujah. But I got to get up some, I got to have some faith that says I'm getting up. I, can I just tell you, sometimes it's not getting to the point that's the main thing. It's getting up is the main thing. Get up. Turn to your neighbor and say, get up. Get up. Hallelujah. Are you tired of the devil wearing you out? Get up. 
Are you tired of the enemy telling you're going to lose and you're not going to make it through? Get up. Hallelujah. But on the other side, oh, let me move you over here. The gate's really over here. That's just need a place for you to sit. Over here is the, the enemy's camp. And at the enemy's camp, he's got all the food you need because he stole it and it doesn't belong to him. And so there's somebody over here that says, I'm hungry. And by chance, if I get to there, something's going to happen. Amen. And so they begin to make their way. Come on, you got to hobble, hold on to each other. Hallelujah on a nub. And a wing and a prayer. That's all you got. And as they're marching. Hold on right there. We're not at the camp yet. As they're marching, the Syrians over here hear the sound of a great army. Would to God you could see what your faith is, amen, that the enemy sees. As long as you don't believe and as long as you don't act on it, he's got you where. But if you ever get up and say, I believe my faith is going to move into action. I'm going to do some action. Woo! Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Here's all the food they need. Here's all the provisions they need. But what does the enemy hear? Praise God. You know what, the, what, what happens? On their nubs, on their one legs. Y'all turn this mic on, please. Hallelujah. On their nubs, on their, their little bit of nothing, God takes the amplifier of heaven. Praise God. I want you to do some stomping to the best of your ability. And God turns up the amplifier of heaven. And he says, this is what the enemy is going to hear. Oh, oh, come on. Come on. This is what the enemy is hearing. Are you tired of what you're dealing with? It's time to get up. Are you tired of the pain and the struggle? It's time to get up. Are you tired of the devil wearing you out? Hallelujah. It's time to get up. It's time to say, I refuse to sit here until I die. Hallelujah. What does that look like today? It looks like you getting out of the pew and you start running the aisles every now and then. Shouting, oh, we don't do that anymore. We're too cute. That's why we're starving sometimes. Get up. Hallelujah. I got to have the faith to believe my loved one's going to be saved, so I'm going to act like it. I got to have a faith that God's going to move in my finances, so I'm going to act like it. Woo! Oh. Oh. So when they get to the camp, they find the table. Come on. The table they haven't eaten in a while. They got nubs and limps, barely getting by. But when they get to the camp, they got everything they need. They never would have had it, Brother Body, if they hadn't got up. They never would have had it if they didn't have the chance to simply say, I'm stepping out on faith. I'm stepping out on nothing. Woo! Because I believe God has got this. Have you ever stepped out on faith? 
Have you ever just simply stepped out when you didn't have it? Stepped out when you didn't know it? Stepped out when it felt like that there was no way through? But you believe instead of saying we're dying? Instead of saying how bad it is in the city? You start saying, I can't stay here. I got to get up. I can't keep staying. I can't stay in this lukewarm position. I got to get up. Hallelujah. So... Y'all are doing good. Stay right there. I'll tell you what, y'all, y'all can start eating. Here, here's what getting up looks like. Whew. Man, they're doing a good job. Here's what getting up looked like. Whew. Lord, have mercy. You need a chair? Don't steal my message. What getting up looks like is sitting in your seat and you hear the word of the Lord. Like the prophet said, hear ye the word of the Lord. And you can be like the unbelieving guy. That is, said, I don't know about that. I've never heard about that. No, that can't be. Or you can stand up to your feet and say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe that word. I receive that word. I receive. Amen. Amen. Amen, pastor. Amen, preacher. Amen to the word of God. Not amen to my problem, how bad I got it, how things are so awful. But I say amen to faith. Oh, yes, indeed. Amen. Get up. Get up. Why sit you here until you die? Get up. Believe that God is able. Believe. Hey. Wouldn't God somebody would do a little bit of rent right now? Somebody needs to join that and say, I believe that in the I believe it. I receive my miracle. I receive my healing. I receive the Holy Ghost. I'll get what is for my ministry. God's gonna heal my marriage. I'm getting up. Now you come too late to tell me God doesn't heal anymore. You come too late to tell me lung cancer will kill you. But if God steps in and heals you because somebody got up. Because somebody got up. Because somebody got up. Grab your wife's hand right there, Brother Bobby. Grab it. Hallelujah. Stop letting the devil tell you how bad it is. Don't let it come out of your mouth. But let faith come out of your mouth. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to... No matter what happens, I got a feeling. Hey! Do we still believe in the miracle working God? Or are we concerned about the dove's dung that's being sold? Now you can tell me that miracles are over. You can tell me there are no more miracles. But I will say you fit the category of the man that stood by the king. Amen. You read the story for when they brought the word back to the city. 
and they went and got enough food for the entire city. It was exactly as they said it. And the Lord, uh, the, the one that was the, the, the advocate for the king, the counselor for the king, was standing in the gate where he said it would never happen. And that, that guy got ran over and died because he saw it, but he didn't taste it. Unbelief will stop your miracle in its tracks. For those it says, for those who say that miracles are over, that signs and wonders are over, for you, it is. But as for me, I might be like some of these lepers. I got a broken life. I got a little messed up marriage. Or I got a problem with my money. Or I got issues. Amen. There's something wrong with my mind. I got a little issue here, but I'd rather be like these cats than the ones that says it'll never happen. The Lord can open up the windows of heaven. I'm telling you, it can happen. Hallelujah. Brother Gavin, I'm giving you a workout tonight. You going to stay with me? Come on. Come on. Did the Lord give you a word about your daughter when her nose was slept on the side of her face? And didn't the doctor say she's dying? Didn't the doctor say she's gonna, not going to make it? But you got a word. You got a word. Hallelujah. You got a word. And on that word, you have to take action. On that word, you just decide to say, I refuse to take the professional opinion of the experts. And I'm going to a higher, a higher voice. I'm going to the word of the Lord. Hey, hallelujah. Brother John, amen, the same year. Brother John had cancer and the doctor said, not going to make it. But I'm going to tell you that God blessed and healed his body and he's still here today. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a, a mix-up. Hallelujah. It's because somebody had some get-up faith about them that says, I'll take God at his word. I want to stir up your... Your faith tonight as we enter into this revival is that I want to challenge you. Be it prayer. You know what brings revival? Prayer. Prayer. Prayer brings revival. You know what? Prayer brings revival. Hallelujah. Some of you are, are, are at a place where you could be here all day long if you wanted to be in prayer. Amen. Seek God. Pray. Pray at your house. Pray and seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Tired. I'm tired. I, I, I know we're about to enter into a ugly, probably perhaps the ugliest political race that our country has ever seen. Such vile and venom and, and agitation of the demonic world because the enemy wants our churches to be dead, dying, memberships leaving, people saying there is no no Christianity anymore. Huh? Oh, but what they don't know is that you can look at us and we look like we're outcast and we look like we're just half getting by, but we're not going to stay. 
amen, in the same place because we got some getting up faith. We got some getting up faith that says that's where I was. That's not where I'm staying. It's not where I'm staying. Hallelujah. Can I use you? Thank you. What a beautiful young lady. All this row right here. Ooh, pretty girls. I'm going to show you something. These guys, y'all get back over here to your gate. Uh, yeah. Praise God. Be healed in Jesus' name. I'm going to show you something in Scripture. These guys were by the gate. The gate is a place for markets, business, and authority. And the man of God said, it's going to happen in the gate. The same gate that they were selling dove's manure and donkey's heads, the same gate that the market was bare, that there was nothing on the shelf, the same marketplace. The word of the Lord said, you come back here tomorrow, all the shelves are going to be lined. There's going to be all that you need of wheat, of barley, of bread, vegetables. Come on, somebody tell me what's your favorite fruit? Watermelon. There's going to be some watermelon and some steak. Come on. Somebody shout it out. Tomatoes. Oh, my bishop would have a, a, a blessing, wouldn't he? All this is going to be in the gate that the enemy said it will not happen. In the place that the enemy said it would not happen, unbelief died. In the place where there was brokenness and emptiness, there is now market everything you need. Let me just tell you, in the same place, that you become broken is the same place you become healed. In the same place that you ate what you didn't want to eat is the same place that God, that's why you, you need to stay in church. You need to stay in church when you're broken. You need to stay in church when you're messed up because in a service you feel like I'll not ever get anything. I come to tell you, God's got it ready for you. Don't miss a meal. Don't miss a sermon. Don't miss the class. Don't miss the ministry. Hallelujah. Anybody could fit in this category, but I want to tell you, it's in the same gate you got hurt that God wants to heal you. It's in the same gate you messed up that God wants to restore you. It's in the same gate that everything fell apart. Thank you. It all happened. Because somebody had some getting up faith. Somebody had some getting up faith. Years ago, in a camp meeting. Now, I don't tell you to be seated unless you want to be seated. That's not my style. If you want to stand, stand. You're fine with me. But if you want to be seated, you can. Years ago... In a camp meeting my dad was in, the service was dead. The service was completely dead. 
Nothing was happening. Nobody was worshiping. Nobody was praising the Lord. Everybody was just, just going through the, you know, being there. My dad heard this one woman say, Lord, if you'll give me a start, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And as they were worshiping at at a camp meeting, this woman did what Rhett did. She took off running. And when she did, the entire place broke with the power of God. People were filled with the Spirit. People were healed of their, their diseases. God moved in a mighty way. All because one lady said, God, if you give me a start, God, if you'll touch me, let me just tell you, you may feel like you're sitting on your pew and being there with your hands folded is not doing anything, any harm to anybody. But it might be that there is a sister right next that said, Lord, if you would let sister so-and-so move, I will take that as a sign of divine healing. Or Lord, if you would just let brother so-and-so move a little bit. Lord, I'll take that as a sign that you're going to move in my, my situation. God, I, if you would just give somebody a start. So if God starts dealing with you, don't sit and fold your hands. Amen. Stand up. I know we don't have a lot of room sometime, but these chairs are movable. Hallelujah. Give yourself some space and say, as for me, I'm getting up. I refuse to stay here. Oh, praise God. Somebody say, excuse me. I got to get up. Excuse me. Hallelujah. I got to get up. The enemy wants us dead. He wants MPC to be a church that's 110 years, 109 years old, going on 110, to just simply accept extinction. Or just going through the motions. But I've come to tell you today, God wants us to break free of every hindrance, of everything that the enemy is trying his best to get us discouraged and say, I'm getting up. If all it is is me standing up, I'm getting up. If it all, all it is is me lifting my voice, hallelujah. Every morning the Bishop Walls walks into this sanctuary. Three times he shouts at the top of his lungs, Hallelujah! 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 I'm walking the aisles and I'm praying, Amen. But I haven't done the Hallelujah because I can do it my way and the way. But I will tell you this somebody's got to find what works for you. Somebody's got to find what gets you in that get up faith mode. That gets you in the mode that simply says, devil, you are a liar. Get out of my mind. Get out of my thoughts. You are a liar. Oh, it feels good. Get out anyway. Hallelujah. Our problem in America is not that we're eating dove's dung and donkey's head. It's that we are blessed and we are filled and we have everything we need. But I'm telling you, you can, you, can make some, you can make some desperation in your prayer. You can make some passionate plea when you realize, God, you've got something for me and I'm going after it. I'm getting up. If, if you have a situation in your life, whatever it may be, that you feel oppression, you feel 
that the enemy is pressuring you. You feel like the enemy's attacking your mind. He's destroying things in your world. And you need him to, you need God to move in your life. Get up. Stand to your feet right now. I'm tired of the devil telling me I got to be schizophrenic and I'm up and down and in and out and bipolar and kind of up and kind of down. Never consistent. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, there is a table prepared for me. There is a table prepared for you. Oh, praise God. I'm getting up. 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 Hallelujah. I will say, I will say to the enemy. You have told me things in my mind I no longer own. I no longer give room in my house of thought. I'm getting up. Hallelujah. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for the victory. I thank you, Lord, for the victory. I'm getting up. Now, if you have no issues and everything's fine in your world, I want you to stand on your feet because you're going to get up for somebody else. These four got up for an entire town, for an entire city. We've got some drug addicts that somebody needs to get up for. We got some alcoholics that somebody needs to get up for. We've got some messed up lives in Jackson County that somebody needs to get up and say, I'll do it. One more thing, then I'm going to turn you loose. Were, were these four lepers? Y'all come over and stand here so I can use you just a few more minutes. Were these four lepers? Whole or broken? Were they whole or broken? broken. Say it. Broken. Were they completely well or wounded? wounded. Were they messed up or is everything okay? So they're, they're wounded, they're broken. They're not well. And God said, that's who I want to use. I want you to quit worrying about you getting your act together before you get up faith. We want to get everything together. We want to be perfect. We want everything to be in order before we get up. But if you listen to the word of the Lord, that the Lord says, thus saith the Lord, this is about to happen to you. Amen. I can prophesy to you if you are well and say be healed in Jesus' name. But it takes a whole other determination of faith that says I'm broken, I'm not well, I'm wounded, I've got hurt, but I'm getting up anyway and I'm making my way to my answer. If you're broken, if you're unwell... If you got issues, why don't you begin to praise the Lord right now with some get up faith? I'm gonna praise the Lord right now with some get up faith. Hallelujah. Come on, men. Hallelujah. Is there anybody that like to join these men right here and praise the Lord? Is there anybody that like to join these men right here? Broken, messed up. Oh, is there anybody that'd like to say, I know my worship's not perfect. I know my family's not perfect. I know I had trouble in my body. I got trouble in my mind. I've got issues.
issues here and I've got issues there, but I'm getting up. I know I've been hurt. I know I've been frustrated. My faith has been tested and tried, but I'm getting up. I've been through some deep waters, but I'm, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Hallelujah. If you need healing in your body, why don't you get up and come to the altar? If you need the Lord to touch your mind, why don't you get up and come to the altar? Hallelujah. Get up. Make your way. Hey. I'm not going to settle for a second-rate blessing, but I'm getting up. I'm coming out. Hallelujah. I'm coming out of my doubt and my fear. I'm coming out of my moly grubs. I'm coming out of my worry and my despair. I'm getting up. I may not feel a thing. I may have to hobble my way to victory, but I'm going to hobble anyway. Hallelujah. You may come from a broken family, but head on to victory. You may come from financial ruin, but head on to victory. Hallelujah. 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 Just one more thing. Just one more thing. Sometimes we say, we come to the new year and we say, 2020 is the worst year that we ever had. 21 was the worst year. 22. But how many of you can go back to a year and say that year was the year that the enemy threw me for a loop. That was the year a tragedy happened. That was the year that something beyond belief happened. For me, it was 2017. I can go back and tell you story after story, issue after issue, that the enemy has for years played with my mind about 2017. So I make a public declaration and a getting up faith statement that says, devil, 2017 is gone. And what happened in that year no longer has control over my mind. I feel the Holy Ghost no longer has control over my emotions, my wonders, my concerns, my failures and my shortcomings. Amen. So I get up and I look the enemy in the eye and I say I'm tearing down 2017 stronghold and then 2018 and 2019 and 2020 and 2021 and 22 and now in 23 I'm headed, amen, to the enemy's camp and I'm taking back what he stole from me. I'm taking back what he stole from me. Hallelujah! Somebody ought to say the year. Say the moment. Say the issue. Oh, 
For you, it may have been when somebody died or when something happened in your family. It may have been that you ought to declare in Jesus' name, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Lord, amplify my faith. Amplify my faith today. In the name of Jesus. I'm done preaching. I just want you to know what you're going to do with it. What are you going to do with what we said tonight? What are you going to do with the word of the Lord tonight? Amen. Have at it. Have at it. Let your faith rise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthen you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.